It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, it is a uh, social distancing wine pod with one Bo Robert Root. If we got out a ruler right now, you know, you are in my house right now. Hello! Hey! Hello, hello, hello! We were, because we've had a couple of different conversations like, should we do this? Should you come over? Should we not? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? And we brought you in as if you were Hannibal Lecter. We wheeled you into the house. We told you to hold your breath. Hello, Nick. We, we, <laughs> hello. Hello, Maeva. And we brought you down here. I had I, I disinfected this whole place. And, you know, we're we're six we're we're six feet apart from each other and we're not gonna hug after the pod, which is gonna be hard, but it's gonna be it's it's gonna be good. It, it's gonna be hard. Thank goodness for the for this table. Yes. The AOI yes. studio table. Look at you. You're natural with this. And it is, it's a big arc and it's separating us a true six feet. Yeah. But we're good. Uh, which is perfect, but yeah, it, it's kind of bizarre to have to call your best friend and say, okay, <laughs> is everybody okay with me coming over, disinfect the whole room, I'll come in the back door, not come near you, you'll pour the wine, and then we'll talk to each other from a safe distance for an hour, then I'll leave. Right. I mean, because you're kind of like, yeah, there's a feel. It's like, are we breaking protocol here? But the big thing is, you know, we're taping this on a Friday night, March 20th. It's about 7.40 p.m. Central Time. You know, the number you've heard is 10 people. Avoid groups of 10 or more. Uh, State, you know, social distancing of 10 or 6 feet apart from everybody. We're adhering to all those things. Uh, but this is, this is crazy. I mean, how... I don't even know where to begin with, with this stuff, with this coronavirus conversation... But I think it's fairly safe to say that this is going to be the most disruptive event in our lifetime. Unquestionably. So you think of our lifetime and you think of only probably 9-11. Yes. And that was a huge deal. Changed a lot of our attitudes, right? Yeah. It changed our lives a little bit. And it changed one the, the people that fly, that it changed one industry yeah. for forever. The it, airline industry. It, it, like, the military, you know, we 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 sort of got ourselves into a, a war on terror yes. from that. Um, and then the airline industry obviously changed. But our day-to-day after that was not a big difference. I mean, it was a week or two where like, you know. Yeah, you're like, we, okay, what else is going to happen? Yeah, are we, are we it going was, to war right away? It was are a shock. Yeah. It was mourning. It was, it was an adjustment period. But this is the first like global economic um, health scare of this. Like it's never happened in our lifetime. This is, it's freakish. It's freakish to just sort of stumble. We've sort of just stumbled into it even though we saw it months ago. Right. And now it's serious. It's just amazing how fast all this has progressed here, you know, in our life. I mean, just a little over a week ago, eight days ago, when the sun came up eight days ago, Thursday, last Thursday, 
The NCAA tournament was still on. The conference tournaments were still on for basketball. The NBA season was, you, you kind of assumed it was like, oh, it's going to come back. At this point, I don't know what you think. I'd be kind of surprised if we get any conclusion to this NBA season at all. No, not, especially not the NBA because they've had so much. Yeah, so many guys test positive. Yeah. I mean, spring spring football, spring recruiting. I mean, these are huge, huge. things in our lives with sports. And, I mean, it's, I mean, g- give me your take right now on life. Okay. I guess this last week, how much has changed and you're here today? Oh, like, God. Where, I mean, what are you feeling? Well, I mean, I think that's the question is like, how are we all adjusting to being basically quarantined? You know? How's that going for everybody? Now, everybody's experience is going to be a little bit different based on what your day-to-day life was prior to. And, you know, like your experience is going to be a little bit different because you don't have any kids yet. I'm at, you know, like Kim's had to go to work. She's a nurse for a couple of days. Like, and, you know, I'm I'm in the, in the house all day with a four-year-old. <laughs> and you should have seen, so we had this idea. And it's a good idea, and we're not punting on it by any stretch of the imagination, but we're like, you know what we're going to do? We're it, She's still going to go to preschool. <laughs> and we're going to do it. I am her preschool. I am her preschool teacher. <laughs> oh, you find out That's that is just like, she, she saw right through my like, all right, now we're going to go over here. And she was like, shit, we ain't going over How about we watch Peppa Pig, Dad? You're like, she didn't okay. under, She was like, we're not going to turn on Nick Jr. I'm like, no. No, we're not. We had to, we tried arts and crafts time. Well, God, I should have brought it down here. We got out crayons and we just drew pictures. I drew a picture of my house. <laughs> you got to see it because it is. I already so, know it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> but you try, a lot of people are trying that. A lot of people are, are trying to homeschool their kids during this time. And you want to keep them on some semblance of a routine. And it's, it's hard, you know, like it's, it's really hard. And so you, uh, this week, like you, you said it, like, I don't think it's really sunk in for every, every, I don't think it's really hit everybody yet No, of what is really happening. And you just, I found myself this week, I've, I've handled being quarantined way worse than I thought I would (laughs) handle it so far. Uh, but I think the hardest thing and and I don't know how you are with this. Balancing, seeking out information, and getting on your phone, getting on Twitter, getting on social media, getting and and turning the TV and watching the news, balancing because you like you, you want to know what's going on, v- versus trying to maintain some sanity of living your life and and oh. like that i think that's been the the balance like there's nick, been sometimes i just am like i gotta fucking put my phone down nick that's that's i'm so glad you just said that because i told my wife today before i came over i said honey i don't know that i've been on my phone and computer more than i have the last three days in my entire life like yeah. i'm telling you like work from home all of our work stuff now we're doing these like zoom meetings yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and just for the sake of doing it almost and and then i feel like everybody i know is texting and facetiming me and i'm like i'm kind of like 
we're only like three days into this, you know, like, I'm like, like a, a, it's almost, you know, like people are just, they're, they're already kind of going to that place where it's like they, they have access to potential information and there's, they're, it's just an, it's going to be a nonstop loop of trying to get more and more and more. And it's almost like you just need to know the, what you need to know and then just like get away from there it. There have been a, a couple times I've truthfully had to do like the, I have to take my phone, put it upstairs. And like when I was trying to be Mavis preschool teacher, <laughs> I had to take my phone upstairs and, and just be like, I gotta, I have to just get this phone away from me. Yeah. Because you just go, you go crazy. I've noticed this week I've slept Poor, I haven't slept well. You know, you you try to do. You and I have our routines. We we like to read before we go to bed. You know, you feel the pages, yeah. and you're you know you start to the eyelids get heavy, and it's it's great. You know, but even like when I shut off that light, I can't slow my mind down. I just can't do it. You know, <laughs> I think uh, I actually was just I was writing a few thoughts before this pod, and one of the thoughts I wrote was this whole thing for. 98% of the people is not going to be about health and physical well-being, right? Yeah. There's going to be a portion that you, they, they're that are, gonna that get, are vulnerable, that this yeah, could be deadly sure. and it's scary. And I, I mean, that's what we're all trying to work together yes. for. But for the rest of the people, it's a mental battle. It's all this is going to be is can you handle being disciplined can you handle not doing what you normally do? And can you handle like this staying inside, staying inside and- by yourself? And I don't, I mean, I think there's going to be, it's going to get weird here because you see how people are acting after like three days. It's like, you know, oh, I will I, like the other, I mean, if there was a progress report, I have failed already. <laughs> I've been and sure. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. I just, I can't, I think there is an element of like you are the shock value of everything. You kind of are like paralyzed by that. Like you need to settle into something. And I don't know what that something is for me, but I have had a hard time balancing being like, I need to, you know, what's been huge for me. And I'd recommend this for everybody. I know you, I'll prescribe this, like working out, taking at least 30 minutes a day and just work out. I, the, the best I've felt, Every single day is after my workout. We we've done a workout and take we take a walk to go out get outside yeah. take a walk. There's nobody on the streets. The streets were empty today. We walked the streets and there was not a soul in sight. So you're you know you're totally safe walking outside. But it's just it's nuts. It's, like, it's nuts right now. But so <laughs> I have like, I've not done well. I, I, I don't know like, what I don't Nick, know what it is. I'm and, gonna get a call from you and you're gonna be like. I really think quarantine day five. Well, I don't think people understand. Like it is like we're staring down the barrel of at least probably at least eight weeks of this. I want you to really think about all the stuff that I've read and like we're looking at, I mean, Anthony Fauci, the, the, you know, head honcho for the, you know, infectious disease, right hand man in the white house. Like he's all he, the consistent thing you've heard is probably, Eight weeks, bro. We're we're like not even a week in, and it's it's been it's been hard. Quarantine, quarantine, day time. five. <laughs> we're out of egos. I have watched uh, 
We're switching to we're switching to we're switching uh, to Cheetos now. That's all we have left. It looks <laughs> it's getting dire. My the wife. whole thing food becomes a big thing. You're like excited about like, hey, what are we doing for food? What are we like? Food becomes a thing you're looking forward to the next in in your day. Well, have you? How have you? You seem like you're kind of built uniquely built for this. You don't have social. You you have Facebook, but you're not on Twitter. You you yeah. already are pretty. You are as technologically detached as anybody I know. Yeah, with work though, I've been on my. It's a lot more emails, calls, and. You know, we did some of these meetings, these Zoom meetings where you're, you know, videoing, linking in or whatever. And I, I think I'm I'm built to handle this okay because I'm I, if I, I think, got time, I'll just I'll just disconnect more and I'll enjoy it. And I feel very fortunate though that you know I have we got friends that own their own businesses that have to shut down. Mm-hmm. We, there's people that are hourly wagers or they work in service industries or things that that are going to get hit hard. And I swear to God, I've never felt more like unconcerned with myself and more concerned with other people than right now. Probably right. just cause like, I swear to you, I just feel like, okay, this isn't great for me, but like, I know that this is not nearly as bad as some people are in the situation. Right. right? No doubt. Like right now there are some people that are like there, they know it's like, it's going to be hard to pay the bills. And mm-hmm. so you got to feel for those people. So for me, it's like, I really don't want to complain about having to like self isolate because like if that's my biggest problem, that's not a big problem comparatively to the them. the other thing too. See, here's and this is where there's like just a a weird yin and yang to that is the more information you seek out, to me the more motivated I've become to play my part in self isolating. Yep. So it's it's important. That's where it is important to each day take out a little bit of time. And go, okay, what's happening? What, 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 you know, listening to, it, you know, people that know are in the know and getting information because when, to me, when you get that information, that's when you're like, okay, it provides purpose to what you're doing. Everybody sure. needs purpose. What, what, what you can't do is like, what wouldn't work right now is like, if it was just some, like everybody has to go stay inside and you're like, well, why? People yeah. need a why in life. And, I, I think now hopefully most people understand why and that's helped me, I guess. Yeah. And I think people are going to have to figure out that balance. Like you said, you're talking about balance of you need to know what's going on. You need to read the paper or get on and check out what's going on, but you don't need to be on your phone and computer for 12 hours. No a day. doubt. Take an hour a day, figure out what you need to know, you know, make some phone calls, text some people. And then do the things maybe that you wanted to do right. on your own time. But like, if you're going to be stressing for eight weeks, yeah, people you're gonna are going to go crazy. You're going to lose your mind. It's been hard. It's been interesting with a kid. Now, I'm fortunate enough, at Mavis four years old, I I really sympathize with people with with kids that are a little bit older where they can kind of wrap their mind around it. Yeah. We've tried to kind of like Kim and I sat down and we're like, okay, hey, what are we going to tell Mava? You know, because obviously her preschool's canceled. She started swim lessons and she's so into swim lessons, like beyond into it. It's and it's great. You know, it's been so much fun. That by the way, look, watching Kit like she picked it up so fast. It's great. You're gonna. It, it was re- really good. But like, you got to explain to them, hey, we're not going to school. Hey, I, you can't go play with your friend. Hey, you can't like right now. You can't like 
she loves, Mava loves my mom. My mom lives five minutes from here. Mm-hmm. She wants to go to Nana's. And I'm like, ah, you can't go to Nana. That's, it's like, well, why? And we've, you know, we've tried to say, well, everybody's, you know, everybody's doing an at-home vacation right now. And we're going to, you know, you try to think of like yeah. creative ways to like, like having a kid at home has, has added a layer of like the times you really want to disconnect, you cannot with a child sitting there. Yeah. Which has been hard. Yeah, that's I. I've know, like I said, I noticed all my friends with kids are losing their minds way quicker. Well, and she's and Mava, you can tell four year olds they don't tell you they're losing their mind. They just like they they show you. They show you. <laughs> they're like I'm gonna throw a fit. Or they you know? get super silly, or probably, or they, or they just lo- yeah, yeah. Like I mean, just anything. They're they're much at at, at age four. She just it when she, the first two days, it just didn't take much for a meltdown to occur. And that's always a sign of like stuff's weighing on her a little bit, you know, more than, you know, because they understand like, what's, what's going on here? Why are, why are we, why are we staying here? You know, like, why am I not going to school? Why am I like, I don't get it. And so I'm be having a kid involved in all this stuff's been interesting too. The other, the other uh, fun thing to see is basically is like, let's look nine to 12 months from now. There's going to be two things. There's going to be a lot of babies born, and there's going to be a lot of divorces. Because yeah. this is gonna, it's gonna pull you one way or the other. That's I right. Think. That's it's right. either you're gonna be like, because there's just there's no escape. I mean, like whoever here. you are with, you're, there's no escaping that person. Nope. You know, or families. Like I think there's a lot of people that spend a lot of time not at home. They come back, and they're not really like somebody that right. spends a lot of time at home. So a lot of people are going to get to know their families, you know, a lot better for better or for worse. They got it. They're going to have to go through like through getting to know these people that they maybe don't spend as much time with. One thing I've thought about with everything that's going on with the quarantine life is, in a lot of ways, this is an an it's an amazing premise to a movie, right? You know, coming this summer. A world where everyone is quarantined and cannot leave their house. You know, I mean, and the thing I've kind of tried to tell myself is like, now this movie can either be like a horror movie and, you know, people go cuckoo and, you know, you get like Emily uh, Blunt in (laughs) quarantine. (laughs) Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Oh, my God. You get you could be Jack Nicholson in The Shining. (laughs) You know, like, oh yeah. You know, and go and just you know go cuckoo. Oh, you know, play here's Johnny, Jack a doll boy. Preschool's in session. You know, you can have. I don't have the time or the inclination <laughs> to explain myself to why I quarantine or why I don't. I'd rather you just said thank you and have your vaccine. Oh, is that good? That's you got to do a good Jack. I didn't realize I could have a jacket. I watched yet, a, a few good men the other Recently, night. Recently? In the quarantine, I've watched a few course. good men. Good. It's what That's you do. Good. It's what you do when you get quarantined. You got to watch a few good men. But you, so this could be a horror movie, or it could be like, you know, now all of a sudden upbeat music starts playing, and you're like, what I found out when I was quarantined that all you ever really need. You know, like a corny part of it of like, you realize you, you, you would love the corny. I would love the corny (laughs) one. You know what I'm saying? I like it when everybody starts high-fiving and hugging each other. Every story you ever wrote ends up with, it turns out they were brothers. Brothers and in love. And and it was great. great But you see what I'm saying though? Like everybody, we like this, this crazy social experiment 
it can kind of go a lot of different directions for, I'm talking about just like humanity. There's the science and the physical part of all this stuff, but the the relationship aspect of all this, it's like, it's a challenge for people. This is going to be an interesting challenge. Like, do we come out on the other side of this with a better, with a better relationship with yourself, a better relationship with your wife, a better relationship with your kid, a better, you know, a better, a more, a, a deeper appreciation of your friends and seeing people and, and the, you know, all the things that we, you just kind of with the with the way life is structured, you kind of just take for granted or don't think about or don't appreciate. Like now, all that stuff is going to get like shifted a little bit. We'll see. Here's here's the issues, and me and you, we talk about taking life for granted a lot. You yes. Know, ever since your your surgery and your yeah. scare, we've talked about never taking life for granted. Yes. And I I, I always I, I watch you know, sort of the human dynamic more ever since then. And my brother said the same thing. I was like, we won't take life for granted after this. You know, we talked today. He said, that's what, after this, people are going to, I'm like, no, they won't. No, they'll like, if they back. go back to normal, it'll go right back to, gosh, you know what? I'm so sick at work. You know what this guy said? It really bugged me. It's right. like, that doesn't matter. Remember when you were quarantined for a year? <laughs> But they won't remember because people don't remember. Well, that's but it goes back and not to get too far off the reservation here with this work with our conversation. Like my big thing and we need some more wine, by the way, side note, this wine, this is the wine I had in California and L.A. for my weekend of studio. It is like it's it's my favorite wine. This is just delicious. It's fantastic. I love it. I will vouch. You're going to vouch for it for Nick Ba's wine. This wine is extremely tasty. Oh, it's good. F-E-L, F-E-L, Pinot Noir, 2017, Anderson Valley. It's pretty darn good. We got to stay we gotta stay even, so let me TID here, Doug, before we go. get two crowd code. What was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. We got we got to sidetrack with the wine. Uh, no, uh, we talk about perspective. What I've learned with my health scare, you know, when I, when, you know for, I had a tumor, chest cracked open, had, you know, figured out if it was cancer or not, it wasn't. It's great, right? That it was, it was, I came out the other side good, but like, do, you know, when you're laying in that hospital bed or you're that two weeks, you're waiting your cancer results, you're like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna never, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna complain. I'm gonna soak up every day. I'm gonna, da, da, da. and like, what you realize is I found myself the, when, when you resume life, getting really angry at myself when I would succumb to that. Like I, then I'd get angry at the fact that I was angry. Like, you know, if that makes sense. That's it. But what I've learned is like perspective is a daily battle. Like life for some reason is built to kind of chip away at your perspective. And that's a part of the battle of trying to like your defense at like maintaining it. Now, again, like I started that said at the outside of this, this is going to be the most disruptive event of our lifetime. It'll be interesting to see how everybody comes out on the back end of this, but I'm with, I'm unfortunately, I'm probably with your cynical side of it is like, people are going to go right back to like, now oh, the Wi Fi is slow. What's the Wi How does this place not have Wi Fi? Yeah, how like, you is know, it not? How are we, what, oh God, traffic. Who is that? Someone has a flat tire. Get, you know, and here's where I'll, I'll give humanity some credit, though. Here's my, here's my prediction on this moment. Okay. I believe. I pour more wine. Yes, I'll take a full glass, sir. I believe in the human race. I believe we are at our best when times are the hardest. It actually makes us 
it makes it almost simpler for us. It's like, do the best thing, the yes. right thing. Yep. And we know when it's time, when those moments are so crazy, when it's war and when it's crisis, people step up. I think people struggle more when it's too easy or when there's no problem. So no, I think such a good point. if this thing gets worse, people will step up. They'll do what they need to do to get through this thing and we'll all adapt and it'll, it will get through it. No question in my mind will get through it. The problem will be as soon as it gets back to normal, you're, you're so right. we'll fall back. Our buddy Willie said basically the exact same thing. He was like, I find myself in tough times. That's when things are the most clear. Simp, it's that's it. You go for it. You do it. You got to do it. I'm not sure I I ever saw life more clear than during my health scare. What mattered? Because you just everything just gets sh- just stripped to. Well, that doesn't matter. Well, this doesn't matter. Well, that matters. That matters, and that matters. Family, friends, health. That's it. You know, that's like all that matters. The big ones. That's it. And so. Yeah, I think during this time, maybe people will, I think people will actually do really well. But when you when you go back, who knows? Who knows what will happen? But uh, I did think that, did you see McConaughey's message to everyone? I didn't. I saw he said something. I didn't get to read it. It though. was, first of all, it was the most, it was just so Matthew McConaughey. I love McConaughey, by the but way. But he, what you guy. need to, I mean, it was just 90 seconds, but it was the perfect message for everyone. And it was, wow. ba- you know, it was like, you know, every red light's going to have a green light. You know, like we're going to get through this, but he talked about how, like, you know, how we're talking about this is just the most disruptive event, but it's one of the first times ever that we, we meaning everybody, not just Italy, not just China, not just we being everybody, we are all fighting a faceless, nameless, sexless, raceless, bipartisan, you know, like it common enemy. Yeah. And there's something that's like, it, it'll be, I, I, in some ways, I'm also, I'm also kind of like, not, I'm, I'm excited to see what can happen when all of us come together and really try to all push for the same thing. We'll come you through. You would think that's we can't what be stopped, you know? That's what happens. You find out is when everybody gets on board, it's like, it gets, it, like, amazing things can happen. Absolutely. Amazing things. What, uh... I wrote down a couple of things. What was, and I think I know the answer to this, and in all reality, some of these conversations, maybe we should have done a wine pod a couple of days ago, but the reality is all this stuff, everybody's soaking it up in the moment. What was the big, was there a big, what was the big moment that jolted you into like, because I think it was easy for, we've known about coronavirus for months, months, you know, was there a moment, an event an article you read, something you heard, something that, that that made you go like, whoa. Um, since this is a sports and entertainment podcast, I'm going to lean probably towards my gut and say when they started canceling the big sporting events is when I sort of went like, oh. Like, they would never cancel these big sporting events. They'd never cancel the NBA. They'd never cancel March Madness. That's, that's people making billions of dollars no, off there's of a, these No, literally, things. there's a billion dollars at stake with the NSA tournament. You kind of like, it slaps you in the face to go, and you go, the money doesn't matter because it's that big. And when do you say that otherwise? Yeah. Never. The money always wins. 
money always wins. And right. this is the one time I've ever seen in my life where you go, yeah, 9-11 and this is the two, I guess that's two times where money doesn't matter. It's like, hey, this is bigger than that. Hey, quick break to talk to you guys about Pella windows and doors. And with everyone being quarantined right now, I'm sure you have a lot of time to kind of stare out your window <laughs> and, I, and fantasize what it would be like to walk out of your front door. And uh, in the midst of staring out the window and thinking about walking out your front door, I'm sure a lot of you have realized you know what? My windows need an update. I need new windows. I need a new front door. And there's no doubt that a new set of windows, a new front door, it can make a statement. It can totally change the way your home looks and feels. And when you, you go with Pella, there is the peace of mind, and I had no idea that this was the case, that you're only going to be working with Pella throughout this entire process. I had no idea that if you go with some other window and door companies, I won't name names, but uh, questions pop up like who's pre-finishing it, who's going to install it. And before you know it, you're dealing with like four or five or six different people. That sounds like a giant headache. You want the convenience and simplicity of working with one company, not three or four. That's what you get with Pella. Great people over there. They're great at what they do. You can give Pella a call, 402-493-1350, 493-1350, or check them out online at PellaOmaha.com. Back to the wine pod. And again, we're going back to something that happened a week ago, but when when the announcement came that the NBA, because that was the first one, when the was announcement the came, NBA the NBA was canceled first or suspended indefinitely or whatever. Yeah. You know, because it was Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. And then positive. the next day, or then basically like an hour after Rudy Gobert test positive, there, you know, Woj drops the the bomb from Adam Silver that NBA is canceled indefinitely. And that is because for me, I was at the Big East tournament, and my first thought was like, "Well, bye bye NCAA tournament." I mean, there's no way the like, there's no way that the NBA can be canceled, but the NCAA tournament is played. Yeah. So the NCAA tournament being canceled felt more of it felt more like a well, obviously it was like when the news actually came down, NCAA tournament canceled. It was it like was well, obviously, it's, yeah, it was more the, like yeah. well, of course it is. Yeah. So it all goes back to. The so NBA, NBA being canceled. was first. That's right. That's uh, which actually probably leads us into the big question that you and I talked about wanting to get into of what have we learned about sports and its role in society and our lives in this short period of time? And I told you I want to hear your take before because I need to I need to digest a little bit more. because you I think me. well I think in large uh, large part what you just pointed to I asked you what was the big whoa moment and you said it was sports and you're not that isn't just because this is a sports podcast or sports guys I think one of the things you've realized is how enormous of a role sports has in our world, our culture, our society, our day-to-day lives. And I think also the one thing of looking forward to something. And to me, sports being canceled was kind of the linchpin of the wake-up call of like, whoa, this is this is serious. And I can't, I, I'd, I'd have to imagine I'm not, alone in that sentiment and I, I i tweeted this and i said this on my first on the podcast that i dropped a, last a couple days ago 
there was a weird intersection of over this past week of that like we all know sports are trivial in the grand scheme of life like it doesn't I mean what are we talking I mean we're talking sometimes if you really say it out loud I mean we're talking about like we freak out over 11 guys versus 11 guys with a helmet on trying to get a football past a certain point and we past will the line <laughs> I mean it's like it's stupid right we, we even though sports are trivial in the grand scheme of things they are so important for a distraction in life and there's been this weird intersection of those two things of like people being like, well, why people have never needed sports more and also not needed sports more. Does that make sense? Like we need the NCAA tournament. So what we should be doing right now is drinking wine, watching NCAA tournament games. But at the same time you go like, if that was happening right now, you'd go like, how, why, why are these people playing basketball games right now? Like that doesn't matter. So I think there's this weird those two worlds coming into into each other that has kind of unfolded over the past week. Yeah, I think it just it oh, it just makes me realize how much I love sports and the I, I don't even think it's distraction. I think it's sort of the camaraderie that I feel when I watch them. Like mm-hmm. I feel you feel tied to your team. You feel you feel like you're you and your people are together in you know doing this thing and and, and watching these uh, these these moments together and right um and you like I said you have things to look forward to i mean the nca tournament I, that i had it blocked out i like i was not going to go to work for 2 days cuz i was going to go watch uh, games as is everybody else and you know? i've done that my whole life so those not having the the opportunity to do those things that you've always done it's kind of like you you know it's just another adjustment we're gonna have to make and i just it feels weird i just think also though where sports being canceled wasn't just a sports story it was a front page holy shit story and i just i think it goes to show you how it's easy it's easy to dismiss sports and minimize sports but Clearly, it has an enormous platform. It has enormous influence. And I think that's something with, again, like, I'm telling you, I don't, if Rudy Gobert doesn't test positive for coronavirus. This might be a week delayed. Everything's a week behind. Probably. And and an extra 10,000 people might die. Yes. Because one player on the Utah Jazz tested positive for coronavirus that woke everybody up to a a global pandemic so it's like it's it speaks to the power of celebrity in this world you know but like i also when somebody said tom hanks had it everyone's like because this is the this is the next wave here because they say a a big percentage of us are going to end up getting this yes you know Rudy Gobert. You know Tom Hanks. None of us know anybody else that's gotten coronavirus, but that's going to happen. And yeah. let me just tell you something. When you know somebody that gets it, you ain't leaving the freaking house, man. Right. That's the thing that that, that did for people. Is or they go, you get it. Yeah. You know, like, I know Rudy Gobert. Right. 
I, guarantee- I watch Rudy Gobert. Oh, I Tom Hanks is my favorite actor. Tom Hanks got it? Right. He's like America's dad, yes. they say. So when America's dad gets coronavirus, anybody can get coronavirus. Right. So I think, the, like you said, that was... Yeah, it hasn't hit home. It hit home because you love sports, but you're right. Like, it hasn't... I don't think it's really hit home because for the vast majority of people. When you start knowing people that this, ha- this is going to hit, because it's going to hit people you know. Oh, yeah. It's going to start really being like... It, it won't be some sort of just like abstract... This is out there in the world. This is in China. This is in Italy. Like, this is floating around our country right now in our state. It's real. Well, because that's the thing. You you talked about how it's like right now it's kind of an abstract. Like, a lot of this has disrupted everyone's lives without it really hitting home to, to what you're saying. Like, it. the thing that's amazing is how so many people dismiss death. When it's when it doesn't have a face or a name or it's not someone you know, you know some people are like, okay, well, you know what, man, if a million people die, I mean, it's like, what, what, the, what? That's a lot. Of a people. lot of people. Yeah. You're just gonna ho hum a million people dying? Yeah. Or like, and so what? Your to your point, like over the coming, because the reality is, again, we're taping this on March 20th. Like it hasn't even really hit yet. Yeah. Like. Once this shit starts affecting people you know, you love, all that stuff, all of a sudden it's going to snap you into gear because there has been, and granted, it's a part of like the educational process, but the people that do test positive for this, one of the things they immediately do is they want to get out the work, like Marcus Smart, test positive, all these people want to put out a video that's like, hey man, take care of yourself, be safe out there, like keep your distance, keep your distance. Follow the guidelines that are set out right now. But I just, I don't know. I've, I think, uh, you know, we talk about like the perspective on things. And again, it, it's, it sounds stupid to be like, I'm not so sure that I don't think sports matter more now than I did a week. Like I, I always knew sports was like our lives, but like sports plays a valuable role in society, whether you want to admit it or not. It is a huge part of everyone's day-to-day life. And whether you even realize, like, I, I finally have, I, like, it was just out of habit. You turn on the TV and you go to e, you go to ESPN, Watch, you go to Fox yeah. Sports 1, you go, you, it was a habit to, you, you know, you hit a, you go to ESPN and you go, okay, well, who, well, who's playing tonight? Or what, how, like, every morning I'd just be like, oh, did Braun play last night? How many did Braun have? Like that's all been, of a sudden, that's, those been our, that's been our life. I mean, I growing up, I would get up and I'd check the, you know, I, I'd look at the sports page my whole life. And now the sports page is like, they are really searching for things to write about. And, you know, I mean, the only news right now is NFL free agency. Right. Tom Brady, the Bucks. That's yeah. the only news of the Tell last week. Thank God for that news for people to have something to talk about. There would be nothing else to talk about. And there might not be anything else to talk about for the, for weeks after this, but. Yeah. I know the guy, if you remember the horse racing guy, with the really white hair, he, his horses always are like in the top couple of the Kentucky. Kentucky okay. Group. He got white yeah, hair. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And. So I think you're talking about someone on ESPN. Like well, he was Barry on, Melrose type no, no, guy. No, no, this is the horse racing. He's a horse Is there racer. one hockey expert in the world Barry, and it's yeah. Barry Melrose? <laughs> Barry Melrose has to do everything hockey. It's like everybody in ESPN that's, uh, that works there doesn't know shit about hockey. So they go... 
and there's a hockey game. We don't know about hockey. Call Barry real quick. I Barry's swear like, to God. Yeah, well, you know it. Look at this guy here. This is uh, this is Huba Van Luva. He's up from Saskatoon. He's up from Saskatoon, and he just is a great one. Look at that move he just did. And everyone's like, yes, what Barry said. I agree with Barry. No one knows no one anything knows about hockey. hockey other than Barry Melrose. Barry and Barry Melrose's Melrose. hair is getting longer and longer and longer. But, okay, He's what were you saying about the white Saskatoon. <laughs> I don't like hockey. I don't like, I mean. You just don't know about I hockey. don't know. But, you but need like, to talk to Barry. He'll explain it but to you. But something about whenever I see Barry Melrose, like anytime SVP is like, let's bring on Barry Melrose. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll sit through Barry. Yeah, I like Melrose. He's good. Stuff. He's a good guy. Okay, what, what about the white guy that's the horse racing Boy, dude? Wait, like horse racing's. In, in a prime spot to make a comeback. So they had this guy on like ESPN all day. Like he's like, yep, horse racing horses aren't sick. So they're like, that's the only thing left to bet on. Right. So people are like getting back. And so right now in sports, if there was anybody that could play a basketball could say, we got healthy players. We're going to play without fans. The amount of eyes that would be on a really good sport if we oh. had an event, like if there was a big boxing match or there was a big basketball game, or even if they would have played March Madness with no fans, the amount of people watching, it would be unbelievable. Well, do you understand? Two, the, the One of the first things I thought of, and I figured it was maybe done, but it's clearly not. Like ESPN has come out and said it's not quite finished. They need to be how every scientist in the world is going all in on trying to figure out what to do with this coronavirus, every single ESPN producer and anyone involved with the last dance, the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan documentary, needs to be working day and night to get that thing completed and pushed out. How many people... It was going to do a number in normal life. How many people would watch the ten-part documentary of the of Michael Jordan's final season with Chicago Bulls? So I think uh, I don't know what the numbers are. You know, people have the the number like, oh, they did uh, a four point seven or a yeah. ten, twelve, whatever. You know, the Super Bowl does eighty million people. Let's say, right? right? It wouldn't maybe be that. It won't number, be the Super Bowl, but like it would be somewhere like it would be a huge number of people because all these sports fans from all these they'd be like. Well, here's Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Everybody knows Michael Jordan, and everybody would tune in to watch Michael Jordan. He is sports royalty. He's number one. He's number one. He's pretty much the sports king. Number one. And we'd finally have something on TV that is sports-related that isn't a replay. Yeah. I think it would do, like, NBA Finals numbers. Like I, I think it would no, get. No, I think twenty twenty five million people would watch it. I bet so if you're right. ESPN and you're starving for what the hell are we gonna put on our TV? Like if I were running ESPN, I would be like, I, I nothing's think, more important than getting that documentary I completed. I think that's already in the works because somebody mentioned that. Yes. And then a, a week later, and this was maybe yesterday or the day before, there was a comment I, on it. Well, no, there was a commercial for it. And, and it, it said coming say, soon or what? It said something coming soon or it said it, it just it showed the like clips of it and said, my, you know, last day. And I was like, oh, they're trying to get to it. They're trying to move it up as fast as they can. So 
It, whatever's been shot's been shot. It's just a matter of it's just a matter of it. editing it. But like that's what they need to like because they were going to debut it. I think in June, probably after the after the, the after finals. the draft or maybe like probably after the finals. Maybe after the, the finals to bridge them into free agency. Yeah, you're probably right. It probably was going to be late June because mm-hmm. they want to. You know, you think about owning draft, draft kind of, so you is get late June. Right? So yeah, so you get like you know they would have playoffs finals. Jordan documentary, Jordan, you know, draft, draft Jordan documentary, or vice versa. Then NBA free, free agency. Yep. But now you need to move that thing up. This is the this is capitalized time right oh, now. Oh, it'd be huge. This is cash in on eyes. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, just because we are willing to g- talk about these kinds of things, and Rosillo and Simmons did this, and I think it like you see people. I never went on spring break. Because it was always during NCAA tournament, conference tournaments. Like it was in season for me. But like football players do, you do go go on spring break, and I, you get yeah. people. You know the you know the twenty the, the college kids that are in you know Puerto Rico in wherever going on you know and and they've interviewed some of these guys and they're like, listen, man, if I get Corona, I get Corona. <laughs> but like you know, what I mean, the class that's spring that's break. A, that's, That's spring break. break. If I get Corona, I get Corona, but whatever, man. It's spring break. <laughs> I've been planning this for a long time, like two months. Like, you know, and, and you're and when you're 20, two months is like, I've been, this has been going on in my head for years. I'll two months you. worth of time. <laughs> hey, Billy, <laughs> grab me another, another, another beer. Let me, like, boom, 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 It's hard. You know, people are like, you know, everybody. <laughs> when you're 20, you're you, a, when you're 20, you're an idiot. Let's nothing, real. nothing, nothing is more important than party. Like nothing. You, you got girls in bikinis and you're 20 on the beach. You don't care about coronavirus. <laughs> That's your answer, and they're right. When you're 20, you don't care. You're like I'll get it. I'll make other people die because I'm 20. I'm on the beach. I'm drunk, and there are girls in bikinis. And exactly. <laughs> And it's hard where it's like, yeah, when I see the images of that and I see the, see the, you know, you know, you get some girl that was just like, it's okay. I take supplements and it's what, you know, and you're just like, oh my God, someone punched I'll everybody there, yeah. you know, but I found myself like people are getting like violently angry at them. It's like time out. I mean, I get it. Like we're all now older and have perspective when we realize like missing a, fr- like back in the day, missing a weekend was like. You know, yeah. it was it was like oh, I'd rather die than not go out it's, this weekend. It's not their and, fault; they're idiots. They're, That's all yeah, you can you're, say. You forget that, like, you, they're idiots. Okay, Vinny at the beach is an idiot. It's not his fault. <laughs> He's drunk. He's, He's going to drink twenty two beach. beers in one day, <laughs> and we are expecting him to be an intelligent. You person. want him to make smart coronavirus decisions right now, like. Like you want him and Fauci to have like a intelligent conversation? It's not happening, you know. They are. It's not going to happen. When Fauci was twenty on the beach, <laughs> and he knew coronavirus, there, what would his decision? Fauci be? would have gone <laughs> to the beach. So I guess it's, you know it's hard because you do want to like wake those people up, like, hey man, like you guys, like what are you doing? And maybe it'll get through to them. But I don't know. Like, I guess I've just found myself like I've found myself. But, outraged at it, but laughing at it too. Of like, God, you know, you just these people. Like, you forget when you're 20. Like you said, I didn't even hear that. I didn't even know that spring break people were still doing. Oh, things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, but like, aren't the aren't the spring break? Uh, I mean, MTV used to do spring break. That they, used to be. Yeah, they used to do it well. Yeah, we were like 12. <laughs> we we're like in 
10 years, this is going to be <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, MTV did. Let's just talk about MTV Spring Break for a minute. Was. I mean, it was pretty much softcore porn for a 13-year-old. When you were like, in the 90s and you saw that, you were like, I can't wait till I'm older. <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait till I'm an adult. This is what adults do. Oh my god! Wow. No, you're so true. I don't think anything, any one thing, <laughs> made me look forward to getting older than watching MTV Spring Break. Like, it was like, oh my god! Look at these people. That's their vacation. They go there and they just are in bikinis. We all just the time. went to Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, what are we doing here? Oh. oh God! No. But, so anyway, what I was gonna say is, so I didn't even know. But so are the are the people that put on Spring Break not canceling? Spring they've break? started. So so that's why some of the people have been upset because the bars are now like closed. You know, like yeah. it's starting. To, all these people are now. It's all shutting down. They're having to go home. But like for a little while they're partying, but it's being shut down. So you get the people that like are angry that it's been shut down. You know. And, but I just have found that, like, you do wish you could, like, it'd be hard right now, like, if 22-year-old, 21-year-old Bo and 21-year-old Nick came in here and we had to talk to them about, like, about, hey, it man, you gotta... It would be a bit of a fight, but they, we convinced I them. could, we know the language to talk to them. We'd make it... I, you know what's the greatest line ever, I always think, to people? Remember what Chuck Mazursky, our high school football coach, used to used to tell us? Do your best because your best would be good well, enough. Well, he used to tell us before every game, which was the best. The best line ever. Just do your best. Your best is good enough. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to kill this team. But he used to – remember when he'd have talks with us about – like to the whole team about like not going out, not partying and all that stuff. And his line always was, guys, you have the rest of your life to party. And that like – I'm always like, yeah, you, do, you think – there's this idea in your head when you're like 20 that you're just never – like this is it. This is the last weekend. Without this weekend, who knows what next weekend is? The following weekend, I can't even think that <laughs> far in advance. Three weekends from now, what Vinny, am I, 40? Hold on, Vinny. Five weeks on. from now, what am I, 80? Vinny, Vinny, <laughs> slow down, Vinny. Vinny, hold on, hold on. Don't get don't get yourself in a twist, I Vinny. can't look that far okay. in the future. Let me just ask you something, Vinny, okay? Okay. Is the Jersey Shore going to be the next week? That I cannot answer. I just know what's here right now in front of me. And what's in front of me is a line of shots. Let's take these bitches. That's Let's a go. good point, Vinny. I'm with you. Let's do it. <laughs> that is who you're dealing with with this. Like, you cannot look into the future more than what your next drink is going to be. Even like, where are you guys going next? It's like, whoa, hey, hey, I'm at this bar. I can't tell you where I'm going next here. Let me tell right? you something. I know where I'm gonna end up though. <laughs> Drunkville. You know, like but I mean that but that's how these? it's been funny to watch these Vinny at spring break, all right? Vinny was not gonna go down without a fight. All right. Oh my god. Oh god. But I mean, how do we feel I mean, no insane term so like insane tournament canceled. Some people have talked about like you for a while they were like holding on to the idea of like, oh, maybe it'll be postponed. Obviously, all those ships sailed with like everything being canceled. I mean one of the big, one of the, one of the more to go back to one of the questions, the big moment it was all real is for some reason when they canceled the College World Series, when they canceled all of spring sports, it was like, whoa, whoa, that's months in advance. That's not like you're like, whoa, that that's isn't not like April. The, that's not May. That's all of June. June. We're talking summertime. When when they when they straight up last week canceled all of spring sports, that was a big moment too. It's like, whoa, so. 
what? Give me your thoughts on this. Well, if they're going to cancel sp- spring and summer sports. Well, football's only a couple months. Away. I, I think that is one of the most terrifying questions for people. Is who's to say that when August comes, we are going to have a college football season? I can't, I can't, and I don't want to like, you know, stoke the flames of like freak outville here, but like, I can't sit here and tell you with certainty that there's going to be a, that like when August hits, everything status quo. And like, can you really picture right now in in four or five months from now, whatever it would be, five months from now, 90,000 people going to Memorial Stadium? I can't. I don't know. I just don't know enough about this virus, and it sounds like nobody does, to know how this is going to affect us as time goes by and reemerge or whatever. Because if it reemerges, like, don't we just have to do what we're doing again? That's what I'm saying. That's what people, one of the lines some a doctor gave was like, people are treating this like it's a corona blizzard, like it's going to come and go. And it's like a Corona winter. Like we need to, like, this is going to be, again, people have talked about like a, a, a vaccine probably is like a year away. And my whole thought was like, I don't know how life can totally resume totally normal until there's a vaccine. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, I, again, I don't, that's just how I've kind of thought about it, but you brought it like, I can't sit here. Yeah. Cause if there's no, because, because. Did you see there was a a new story today that nobody can like practice facilities for the NBA have been completely shut down like their guys can't come to the facility work out to me that is the that is a huge like how are how are we all of a sudden how is the NBA how are these NBA players going to be quarantined and people doing social distancing and then when that's lifted you're going to play you're going to just start the playoffs like, I don't see how that happens. So my, I guess mm-hmm. I lean towards the NBA season's finished. Like, we're, we're not going to get the playoffs. It's over. And to your point of like, well, and we'll get more into this in another pod when we do a deep dive on like what all this really means for Nebraska football. Yeah. But think about it. If there's no spring football and nobody, there's no organized weightlifting, workouts, conditioning nothing how are you all of a sudden just gonna and and schools not in session all that stuff how are you just gonna play football i I have no idea i mean it's crazy i mean it's just nick it's so yeah there's so many questions that you you can drive yourself nuts with like it's so new and i mean what They'll figure it out and they'll do it. I, I mean, here's so, the man. thing: is like still a long way. It's only it's been one week. Here's a good members back in the day. They used to say like, "Show up in August. We'll uh, that's true. We'll do you know twenty practices and this game like yeah, that's and they good didn't point. train. They went they had job right. So uh, that's not the worry. But like, it's just so we're such a, a society of routines. You don't get to do your routine and you have to. I mean, it's just weird. Is what it is. The other thing I thought about too, and I think people are able to do online classes, but how are, what does, you know, there's some people that have classwork they have to get completed to be eligible to be able to play. Yeah. Like I think Omar Manning. I was thinking the same guy. Old boy from Bellevue West that 
bets. Yeah, that was good. Save should, your bets. They should send their uh, their logins to my house. No. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. I'll do your work for you, bro. Hey, guess what? That might be good. That might yeah. be good for those guys. But make honestly, sure they, make sure they get, get how. I've that's the other thing I've thought about is like some of these guys have to have like some, maybe there's some high school kids that got to get an ACT or got to get it like or a JUCO. You got to get a couple of classes. Like, how? What does that look like? I think people are going to be flexible. I mean, let's be real. Like, this is the. A rare time where yeah people are suspending like more potentially there, there's been talks about people like ah eh, people don't have to pay their mortgage for uh, I mean a people few are talking months. about not like, paying mortgage I mean and, I've and heard NCAA, NCAA basketball players get a chance to have another year of that was talked about I think that's been I think I think it's already been said that all those spring at like if you're a college baseball player you get this year back you don't lose yeah, this year that's the thing like people are being flexible for the first time in a long time because it's so right unprecedented. Right. So that's where I think, you know, Nick, there's a chance that they cancel NFL. The chance they cancel college football next year and everybody gets a year back. That's, that's what it's going to be. God, that'd be crazy. But no, I've it's thought about possible. that. Like you just, you, you start to really think about like, okay, no. No Husker football. No Husker football. Don't even say that right now because I don't want to think about it. Or maybe everything, what I'm hoping is maybe just everything, the calendar, everything gets pushed back. So instead of start instead of starting on Labor Day, you start on October first. Yeah. You know, and and some people have said this could be a blessing, guys, for the NBA to wake up to like, don't start your season until Christmas. Go from Christmas to August. Go, go in February. You know what I mean? Like February to August. Like that, and so may, maybe that'll that'll sport that'll everybody will, because you don't have to necessarily start canceling everything. You can just push back the start date. True, but. We I'd shall make, see. I'd make you commissioner. You like that? Yeah, you yeah. think I'm pretty good? I'd make Vinny. Com, com, I'd make Vinny. I'm making Vinny my VP hey, of that? commission. <laughs> MTV Spring Break. That's unbelievable. That made me happy thinking about that. MTV was that was a, that's a great uh, that's a great memory right there. There's all those like relay races with the coeds, and the, oh, it was just, just like, like I, I was like 13, going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! How like what?" Like, there were da- always dance co- bikini dance contests were happening, and it was the first it, time you're like, "What's the whipped cream for?" Oh, that's wait a more. minute, whoa! And then I, as a 12 year old, was like, "Is there no more? <laughs> there's no more of that, right? There's no more MTV Spring Break, right? MTV doesn't exist anymore. It's like Teen Mom yeah. on repeat. I, I and Catfish, have, yeah, pretty much. It's just like like dating this. Uh, I'm dating this model. You're like, oh yeah, you are. You yeah. met her? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Episode 528 of Catfish. Have you seen the show before? Oh, yeah. Watch it every week. And you're dating a woman you've never met. <laughs> you're our perfect candidate. Oh, I do remember the first time I ever heard about catfishing. I was like, what? What was the guy's name for Notre Dame? Uh, Manti Teo. Manti Teo. It was this girl. Like, there was that. How sad is that? He got catfished and it became like a national story. Poor guy. But I had no, I had no idea. I really didn't know catfishing was as rampant as it was until the show hit. And now you just, you, the problem is you've seen one episode of catfish. You've seen them all yeah, to a certain extent. You know, it's like, how are these people, how can you be so like, I get when it all started, however many years ago, you know, like nine, 10 years ago where like, but until like now with like 
you can FaceTime someone. You know what I mean? Like you, you can solve that immediately. It should be solved. Yeah. Like how it, after 2011, we're like, everyone had an iPhone. You can send a picture. It should never and happen. And FaceTime me right now. It should never happen. We are supposedly in love. Let's we're FaceTime. Dating. Let me see. <laughs> That's not that big of an ass. Oh, teen mom and catfish. And there still is like Johnny Bananas and like CT are still, yeah, they still do the the challenge. The only reason I know that is because Simmons, Simmons is still into the challenge. But, like, those guys are, like, those guys are, like, mid-40s still, like. I think they do steroids. They have to. They do steroids so they can do the challenge. I mean, they, they, they're, 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 like, mid-40s now, you know? I mean, give me a break. They're still part, the at night, at the house, they all get hammered, and it's just, it's great. Oh, it's, man. all right, we're at one hour. How good was this wine, dog? The wine was Okay, I'm glad we wanted to make sure we didn't get too deep on a handful of different topics. Well, you and I said we had a big uh, spring and summer plan for the pod. We got our work cut out for us. Now, we're going to be doing, we're going to have to really put our creative thinking caps on here because we have a lot of time, though, to, to think about some interesting, you know, I don't know if people want to have us like, you know, rewatchable certain game, you know, certain Husker football games. If we want to do like different things we want to do, if you guys want like any idea, any, any, just to be like, Hey, I want you guys to talk more about this. I'm interested in that. Like email Nick at Nick uh, I always feel like such an a-hole when I'm like, yeah, you Nick at Nick It's like, who's this guy think he is? But Vinny on, at spring break, Vinny, 2020 Vinny, Vinny at Kegas later, <laughs> my place.com. Right. Vinny at Panama beach. Whipped cream popping bikini dot org. Hit us up. We'll be, we'll be here all week. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Who cares? What's coronavirus? Whiz. Only coronavirus. We're all getting it. We're all so getting it. So whatever. You we're know? trying to infect. I'm Vinny. Nothing matters more than right here, right now. Me, you, the beers. Let's get it going. Line up the shots. That's Vinny. My boy, Dom. My boy, Dom. He says he's going to infect all the co-eds tonight. So... He's going to give My all boy, Dom. <laughs> Dom is the perfect name for Vinny's friend. Dom's going to infect all oh, the colors. Oh, God. Tonight. I got to show you the video of the guy. I mean, it's like he is he is Vinny. Like, he literally is Vinny. <laughs> God, no, how he didn't. We, how about we cheers to quarantine? Quarantine. Hey, we all are fighting the good fight here, people. Everybody do their part. We're all together. Do the right thing. Oh. We'll this get is nuts, it. man. I needed this. This was one hour. That This has been the best hour of my week, my friend. Me too. Oh, this is good. All right. Well, I'm going to take my final drink of wine as I sign off, and we'll see you next time as we're social distancing on the podcast. All right. My thanks to Pella Windows and Doors. If you're thinking about a new window or a new front door, now is the perfect time. Give Pella a call at 402-493-1350 or check them out online at PellaOmaha.com. We will see you next time on the Nick Bob Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.